Do you get these harmonies? Hey, I hit that hole. Where right else? Now. Welcome back, everybody, to Scattered Roots Podcast. Rudy laying down some gold for your head tops. Harmonizing. Mm. You know? Yeah. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in today. And welcome back to the Scattered Roots Podcast. Again, I am Rudy. This is my boy. Hola. Me llamo Kevin. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, I think we're going to have uh, another episode today that we are kind of just going with the flow right there is aka we did not plan this well we just spent like two hours <laughs> pre-production was a mess pre-production was kind of scattered but scattered uh, roots burn, 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 burn. Drop, drop the air horn sometimes you just gotta you know you gotta figure it out as you go mm-hmm. but i think we came up with some pretty I think good it's a good analogy for life you know facts. we are a reflection of this existence we call life that got very deep <laughs> whoa okay <laughs> philosopher <laughs> um no but yeah they, for sure we definitely kind of came to so what is it i'm decision. at the edge of my seat i forgot what we talked about for two hours i think it's gonna sound kind of like i don't know like random when we like bring up the topic but i think there's just a lot that we can really dive into with it and right. i think it's specifically today we're going to talk about like parenting and what that has meant for us and what influences and like what our experiences mom don't listen to this one i mean my mom (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding mom you You know what's funny i tried to explain to my mom that i started a podcast podcast it was so hard i like she did not understand <laughs> like i showed her the youtube video uh-huh. and she was like oh <laughs> <laughs> we come on between uh between el gordo de la flaca and <laughs> <laughs> so i don't think she's gonna listen to this but my yeah, mom definitely listens i think right when we talk about our culture and our experiences right and discussing the dynamic of finding ourselves you know the way we were raised is a huge part of that and so i think there's just a kind of a few different levels that we can analyze it kind of starting with ourselves and then our parents and then maybe moving into the future right of what that means for us (laughs) future future if you know you know yeah if you know you know because i don't know i'm just where's that from <laughs> squidward bro. Oh, oh all right sorry i'm not cultured God. all right well let's get to it but um but yeah so that's what kind of be opening the door on today so um parenting and, and what that's meant for us and so and again keeping in mind what the focus of the podcast is which is culture right and like what really influences. i thought we were here for shits and giggles i mean I'm right now kidding, it guys it definitely like is culture i'm playing right now it feels like it but but yeah, so I mean, I don't know, Kevin, do you have uh, anything you want to start off with, kind of just off the bat? No, we can end it here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, parenting, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, I think it's good to establish kind of like what the main pillars of, of parenting sure. kind of so, are. Yeah, so we talked about this obviously mm-hmm. before this, so we, we mentioned uh, safety and security, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably... And this uh, is not like scientific or backed by literature in any No, this we're not philosophers. This we don't is know literally anything. just like in conversation what we thought parenting meant yeah i mean your, your parents should probably definitely feed you yeah, and for sure. clothe you to some extent basic needs um, yeah provide basic needs uh they're responsible for you um discipline discipline was a big one and i think that's one where like really culture plays a big part in that mm-hmm. right kind mm-hmm. of um mm-hmm. what that looks like what for else us. did we say we said uh, i think expectations or something like expectations that expectations was another one um and then like being loving and affectionate oh right of course i don't know anything about that so that's a big one that's why i forgot about that and and i guess i do want to like preface that like this will probably be we said this about a lot of episodes but a kind of 
precursor to another episode where we have someone on that is potentially a parent, right? That comes from a similar background as we do or like can speak to a like Latino American perspective being a, fit, a parent because neither of us are that. Not that I know of. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, Comedy style, guys. I, I Comedy hope, style. But, um, but yeah, so I, I think we will, that's a good discussion to have, but that's more focused on, right, like what being a parent is like. I think mm-hmm. today we're discussing what parenting for us has been. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know exactly where to start, but using one of the pillars to help us, um, I guess let's start with like, let's go with discipline. Okay. So, were you disciplined as a kid, Kevin? Define, were you a bad kid? Define was I, no. No, I honestly don't think I was. And uh, I th- you can ask my mother if you want to have her on as a guest. But no, I don't think I was. Um, I definitely had strict parents. My parents are very strict. Um, but I was never physically disciplined, if that's what you meant by that. Yeah, by, I think when people ask that, it's, it's, it's where you... No. Did you get your ass whooped? No, literally never. Um, and what's crazy is I think everybody perceived my parents, like by everybody, I mean like my uncles, aunts, like everybody outside of my immediate family. Yeah perceived uh my dad to be like this jerk because my dad has like a very mean looking face or whatever mm-hmm. and 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 uh because i was such a good kid he has the face of a discipliner yeah and because i was such a good kid people thought that i was like traumado and didn't want to do mm-hmm. nothing because he like would but you that's scared yeah but that was it couldn't be further from the truth right gotcha. like my parents were definitely uh strict in a lot of things um I think the main ones were like school. So I think this one leaks a little bit into uh, expectations for me yeah, personally. For sure. um, because again, I wasn't out here like being a badass. I wasn't in the streets. I wasn't whatever. Like I just, for whatever reason, I just either didn't want to be, didn't need to be. Or I was to some extent, right? But like responsibly, I guess you could say. So I didn't need any of that disciplining. But my parents were very, very strict with school, like grades. Like I was a straight A student like all my life. Mm and that's why you're so smart now <laughs> i don't know about that kevin's a genius if you guys didn't know false um but no yeah no but i'm serious like if i made a b i was getting grounded like that's well, facts and what was grounded uh i couldn't watch tv i couldn't because i wasn't going out right so i mean i couldn't go out but no tv no like video games right mm-hmm. i just go to your room and go to sleep <laughs> yeah right uh which didn't happen again it never happened i yeah. literally made all a's um okay dweeb until like high school but loser shut up um yeah no i i think so like you mentioned that like you weren't physically disciplined mm-hmm. and so you were disciplined through you know i guess like yeah yeah no so like not being able to do extra right and yeah. the thing was i didn't need to be I, i'm about to ask you if you were but like i don't know when my dad said something i believed him and i stopped yeah right that's, like, that's exactly i fell in line ask. yeah like it he didn't need to, I, i'm sure if he needed to it might have got to that probably mm-hmm. it might, might have got a spanking when i was not a goddess or something i don't know um is there one that you remember like at all like i, I know you say you, you weren't physically disciplined that much but like do you think if you were, like, do you remember any of that? <laughs> it's probably going to sound fucked up. No, actually, like, the very little, I guess, would be, like, in sports, in soccer. And ah. so my dad was a typical, like, a jerk parent kind of. like. Yeah, was like, he, like, the parent yelling on the sideline? Yeah, and, when I, and I was trash. I was super trash. I started playing soccer, like, way late, mm. and so I was garbage. And so after the game, he'd be like... Man, biche, paquete traigo, que sabe que? I wish I'd have stayed home. You wasted my time. Da, 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 blah, 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 mm. Whatever. Like, and I think one time he might have pulled my ear once, maybe. Oh, <laughs> like, that's when it? Was, oh, that's yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm tired of watching you waste my time. Uh, but yeah, no, like, <laughs> that was just because I was trash. Do you think that, like, the verbal abuse there, or I guess, hold on, I guess let me take a step back. Do you think the verbal punishment mm-hmm. bordered on abuse? I don't know. You have to ask my therapist. It, I would it, say it, no. Well, 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 because I think sometimes it, it's hard to answer that question because we don't want to frame our parents as an abuse. No, 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 for sure. But right. I don't think I, I would literally say no because I don't think I felt abuse. But someone outside looking in might say it's abuse. You like, know what I mean? Kids being abused. Yeah, like, like but I, I didn't construe it as such. Yeah. I didn't. Right. And again, it might be because of that. It might be because. And but even in the moment, like yeah, I was bummed out or whatever. But I never would thought like, oh my dad's whatever. Like, mm-hmm. like it. I do think it had an impact later on. Like, I, I don't think I didn't enjoy my dad going to my games for a certain period of time. because Bro, facts. Because I just knew it was going to be... I'll speak on that later, yeah. <laughs> it was going to be negative energy, right? Yeah, like, for sure. 
but yeah no so uh, yeah you're right i know a lot of people would you know would say don't want to frame their parents as these whatever like having these toxic traits but in the moment i don't i didn't construe it i didn't perceive it as as abuse or anything mm-hmm. so i would say no but i do i can see how someone on the outside looking in would say like yeah he was he was like verbally, verbally abusive, abusive. Yeah. yeah what about your brother was uh, he not dis- was, did I your think discipline he, look the same they, like, no did he get hit? so me and my brother are very different uh, and i think my brother did need a little bit more encouragement in some areas and so i do think he was regañado a lot more These I, whoopings is encouraging. <laughs> yeah i think i think he might have got a couple pow pows here and there i don't know i don't, I don't really, but he he and again he, he'll speak to this better than i would he didn't necessarily fall in the line like I did in some aspects, right? Not that yeah. he was he was not by any stretch of the imagination like a badass kid either. Like we know badass kids, right? And yeah. he, he wasn't Chris bad. is a good kid. Shout yeah, out to Chris. yeah, for sure. But you know, he slacked a little bit in other areas. Like school. Again, my parents were like their main concern. My dad's always like his number one saying ever was like, Tu único trabajo es ir a la escuela when we were little. Right. Tu no te tienes que preocupar de nada. You don't have to worry about nothing else. Just go to school and go to grades. And again, we're gonna talk about this in a little bit, but why because education was our way out of our current circumstance of like yeah quote not poverty poorness poverty so uh, less uh what's the word uh less privileged i guess i don't i forget yeah but yeah yeah so I like think we, we, I, I get what you're saying education was our way out so he like always like emphasize that yeah, yeah emphasize the heck out of it like you have to go to school and you have to go to college because that's how you're going to be able to provide for your future family and that's mm-hmm. how you're going to be better than me right because mm-hmm. i'm a construction worker i'm a this i'm a that and I don't make much money, but you're going to be able to, like, uh, sustain yourself and your family through school. So, for sure. that was his emphasis. And Chris didn't like school as much as I did. What a, Let's just say that. You were a nerd. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey. Hey. You, I had so much respect for. Let me just say, like, that's where, you know how in, like, our first episode we talked about, like, um, my kind of feelings towards this country and, like, the resentment. That was a big fire be- behind me, like, doing solo in school. Like. That was my motivation. Like, that's why I didn't have to be disciplined. Because, like, I saw how this country treated my parents. That I was like, you know what? Like, I need to go to college. And I need to, like, put on for my family. And I need to be able to, like, give them what they, you know, like, I want to I want to put so them in a house. So that this country can do to me what they did to my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they I want to put them in a house. I want I want to yeah. help them get their, their like, residence. I want to help them do all this stuff. So, like... From a very young age, I think I even, I, that ass, my my mom kept like all my homework ever. I'm getting way too specific. My mom has kept like all my homework and essays or whatever from like all time. Like she has old ass homework assignments. There's like an essay from like the third or fourth grade. Like when they're teaching you to write, it's stupid essays, right? At third or fourth grade, yeah. you're not writing very deep shit. Um, and I just write about like wanting to get a scholarship to go to school. As a third or fourth grader talking about wanting to get a scholarship to go to school. And not like a sports one because I wasn't playing sports, trust me. Um, because I knew that that like I wasn't gonna be able to afford it. That's the only way I can go to school, and, and that was my goal from day one. Earlier, yeah, that was my goal. Like the resources that you have, like growing up as a parent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that was my. And so again, that's why I didn't need the hardship, just because there was other circumstances, like the, again how I perceived my parents' status yeah. in this country. That I was like, nah, fuck that. Like I'm gonna put on, and I'm I'm gonna make sure their status is much better later on down the yeah. road. Yeah, we're gonna help kind of bridge this gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and and put us in a position where we don't feel the same things yeah like right like moving forward one like our kids but like also like our parents now like in retrospect where they don't feel the same mm-hmm. things um that they felt before no for sure that's yeah that's so i had that but what about what about you oh were you disciplined a little bit more oh but i used to get my ass taxed boy chancla. nah i was never so you know what's funny that's so stereotypical it's like the chancla has like this iconic status mm-hmm. in like latino like latin america and like comedy mm-hmm. and you know like the chancla like in coco like yeah exactly <laughs> and i definitely i never once saw a chancla in my me life neither <laughs> like i definitely like, like see like where that camp that comes from yeah, yeah but uh that's it's too weak of a weapon yeah it's not you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying what are you going to accomplish with the chancla mm. you can't whoop my ass with this chancla you know what i'm saying like i don't know maybe we just didn't have the expensive chanclas that really hurt you maybe. know i don't know or maybe it's like the the wielder man like the, the beauty's on the eye of the beholder the chanclas in the, <laughs> <laughs> the hand of the you know of the whooper yeah of the but whooper. uh but no yeah i used I, I used to get disciplined um because i was a bad kid mm. and, and when i say i was a bad kid i was i acted out 
right? Like, and it, some of that probably is reflected even in my personality now, right? There's definitely moments where I can be kind of uh, loud and, you know, an outgoing kind of person where if you're a kid doing that and you're acting out in this way, you're not supposed to, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, like you'll get disciplined for it. So that's just always kind of been my personality a little bit. And I would definitely cross the lines. And as a kid, that and, and that's something that's important, like I think discussing, and I think we will hear in a moment, is it's hard to control the emotions of a kid, right? The way a kid acts out, the way that, you know, they express themselves. As much as we really want them to do it in like a responsible and fun and like easygoing way, like kids don't know any better. And so sometimes I think our parents didn't recognize when it was kind of, there, there's a better way to go about this than whooping this kid's, you know, behind. Mm-hmm. But in general, like I, I definitely understand like where it came from. But w- the one thing that I do want to... I guess emphasize for me in particular was I used to get my ass put by my mom. She just my mom. The discipliner. Just her. And this has, and we'll talk about it again in a moment, but that has now impacted me to where like, if I have kids, that's kind of the expectation that I have. You want your wife to do the pop house? For sure. You don't want to get your hands dirty? There's, and, and that, that's the thing. Are it's you willing not, to? It's for, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's not that I don't want to, but the dynamic that I perceive of my parents now is kind of in some ways rooted in that. Mm-hmm. Because my mom being the discipliner, I feared my mom because she was the one whooping me. But I feared my dad because if my mom is like whooping me and making me cry, Lord knows what would happen if my dad started. Like this is a big strong. Oh, like, he was my like mom, the final boss. My mom is like small. You know, she's like five four. Yeah, like you so, know, what I'm saying like so she was like level one. Yeah, and, exactly. And your pops was like my dad was like level one hundred, level like, ninety nine. Charizard, strong man. Like like literally ass. tried to whoop me. I'd probably die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so, even him just threatening me with discipline was mm-hmm. enough to like I'm. I'm there. Would like, she ever I'm be back. like, you know, me hagas llamar a tu papá? Like, don't, don't oh, make me call Oh, for sure. Dad. Yeah. And it, I'm back. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, exactly. So, you should have started with that mom. Jesus. And even now, right, that I, I don't fear my mom in that way. I almost respect her for it, mm-hmm. right? Like, she was... Because I'm sure it wasn't <coughs> easy to discipline me, right? It's not easy to discipline your child. You don't like it, I don't think. I, unless that, you know... You're, maybe. Maybe. maybe right? I'm like, just kidding. No, I'm issues. sure she didn't. I'm sure she did But it's not fun. Like, it, it's... Like, in an ideal situation, you don't have to do it. Exactly. So, um, nowadays, like, I make I make jokes to her about it. I'm just like, hey, mom, remember we used to, like, whoop my ass? <laughs> and she, uh... <laughs> and she's like, no, I didn't. Stop talking. Like, like blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> she knows what's up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, you did this to me, mother. You did this to me. <laughs> Look but at I, the scar. I love her and respect her for it, right? And, and, and that's so interesting. That, that's now what I project moving forward. For so I was going to say two things there. For me personally, I, yeah, it was my pops that did the, the, the regañados again. And that's what I was going to ask you. What about your mom? Like, Yeah, no, my mom, like, very, very rarely, at least for me, I don't have any, like, memory in my head of her. I mean, I'm sure she might have, but I just don't have, right? A- any memory of my... In, any memory that I have of being disciplined is my father like giving me a stern talking to mm. because that's what again my dis- our disciplines were I, I, right now us talking this just kind of like popped into my head is our outcomes or I guess we ended up going to high school together mm-hmm. so to a certain extent our our trajectory trajectory or... was similar in a way where like or... we had to be semi good kids to mm-hmm. end up being right like where we are now oh yeah yeah right and so I, I wonder what it's like for parents that had kids that completely fell on the, like, outside of that, That's right? Tough. That were, like, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. That ended up... And I, I'm interested in trying to understand, right, the Latino America... Because there's a lot of them out there that have parents that... Same circumstances as our own, wanted... Be- like, came to this country wanting better for their kids. And then... Not trying to be rude about it, but like they literally threw the opportunity away almost, mm-hmm. right? They just came here and started doing things that they weren't supposed to be doing, X, Y, Z. And I think that's another perspective that we can't really speak to because, again, we ended up kind of in a similar trajectory. But if it was more of a parenting thing, if it was specifically like them, I, I, yeah, I wonder what so many things to circumstances yeah. to how someone might end up. So it's, it's tough. But the other thing I wanted to real quick just touch on, not to completely switch, but 
because I, before I forgot it, was uh, the fact that it was your mother disciplining you. Again, it's like another very uh, Latin stereotype that uh, um, the boy is like very much like mo- uh, like mommy's boy. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, la mama, like, lo chiquea a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in your case, like, your mom was like the one giving you the, the whoopings. Yeah, was she still sure. also, when whenever it was kind of going into the affection side of it, I don't know if we're done with discipline, but... If, if you want to go into the affection, was she also the one mainly providing the affection? We'll was she use this as you? a good transition for that because that's kind of the next play we want to talk about. See that transition about. style? Dang, drop. Um, But it was, um, I guess, let, let, let me take a step back, right? Like, one, like, my, again, now I respect my mom for it. And I think a lot of that is because she did love me so much like now right like she was the one that provided me that love and affection and i knew that it was never because i never like questioned like why is my mom like whooping my ass right i know my mom loves me like she's doing it for like my betterment um how does how was she showing gender had a a, a somewhat of a role to play in it though because i have two sisters Mm -hmm. and my older sister never by either parent ever was she just a good kid I mean, I'm legitimately asking cause. some of the bad things that I used. To, so personality wise, she's maybe a little bit more toned down than mm-hmm. I am. But as far as like doing things, a lot of the bad shit that I was doing was because of her. <laughs> she she showed me the ropes. You know what I'm saying? He's completely snitching. <laughs> <laughs> Again, my parents won't watch this. Like, and it, she was responsibly bad, I guess is the best way to put it. Right. Okay. Like. Was she 16, 17, going to parties, getting, like, drunk, you know, living this... Yes. No, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, she, yes? She, okay. she was. Okay. Right? And so, I learned it from her, mm. but for the most part, that's not why I was getting disciplined, because we get we did a pretty good job of, like, kind of keeping that under wraps. Like, our mm. parents really didn't, didn't know. You better hope that they don't listen they, to this one. <laughs> I did. They won't, bro. Um, and so, yeah, she, she did it, and then my younger sister, even less. Mm-hmm. Like, she's babied. Mm-hmm. Like very like that's a, very much so but that's that's because she's so much younger than us yeah, yeah, yeah. she's eight younger than me eight years younger than myself 12 years younger than my older sister so that probably has more to do with like her just being the baby as opposed to being a girl mm. but um but no yeah I, I, now to kind of like transition to the next point uh, well i wanted to ask how your mom was showing you that love and effect because you said she and that's did what i was gonna you. say oh, okay, so okay. so my mom was because it's important it's it, it's it's at probably even a bigger pillar mm-hmm. than discipline mm-hmm. right like discipline is just kind of yeah, like, it's almost like the foundation the foundation of parenting yeah absolutely um she was just there for me in a way that and i don't mean this to like throw my dad under the bus but like my dad wasn't and i think a lot of people can relate to this right is especially like with our backgrounds like being latino men um very affectionate like didn't know how to speak to me in a loving way was the the dads are the the men are always son secos right and it, they're, they're very, very dry. dry and it's it, i just think it's because they have this mentality of like working you know they just gotta exactly. they, they get their shit done they don't have time for kind of like they're preoccupied with so many other things um and so many other concerns and a lot of it is because of the expectation that's placed on them sometimes and, and actually before we leave that part yes um I, I, a lot of times it's not like there's no condemnation of them or whatever but i think it's also um because they're a product of however they were raised, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like for my dad, right? Like, I, I know my grandma didn't necessarily have, the, like, she was so busy. He was one of, like, seven or whatever. And uh, my grandpa was blind for pretty much all of my dad's life. He, mm-hmm. he lost his sight very, very, a long, long time ago. And so, like, they received no affection growing up. They don't know what affection kind of is, sort of. And mm-hmm. then they just kind of continue that cycle on. And Yeah, and I, and I think that's kind of what we talked about as far as like framing the conversation right one it's our experience but two it's our parents mm-hmm. yeah sorry i didn't mean to jump to no to no you're good and it, it, it's hard trying to find a way to like have this conversation without almost touching on yeah. what like the next um layer of it is but but yeah look, like you're exactly right right like i think again my dad was very dry he didn't really know how to speak about loving me I definitely think he showed love for me in yeah. certain ways, but not in the way my mom did, right? Like, my mom would hug me. Like, I would kiss my mom. Um, like, if I was ever having a bad day, like, I would just go lay down and, like, you know, like, hug her and, like, lay down. And we would sit down and 
I don't even care what was on TV. Like, I just, like, being in her arms, like, comforted me in a way. But, like, I would never go lay down in my, like, dad's arms or sit <laughs> on his lap. Or even, like, go tell him that I had a bad day. Right? Because he's sitting on the couch. He just got home from work. Like, he's sitting on the couch watching TV, just chilling out. Mm -hmm. He probably doesn't want to hear about my kids as a, like, my problems as a kid. They took my lunch money. Exactly, bro. Like, like, he you don't want to kind of almost talk to your dad about that at least that that was my reality but my mom i would because she was much more the soft comforting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. energy in in our household yeah. and i think my and, and i don't think that like in my circumstance gender had much to do with that that was just kind of the roles um and and, and even now even now my mom's still the same way like even as like you know myself and my older sister are adults and my my younger sister's coming into adulthood my mom is the one that we go to for that kind of comfort and with my dad it's 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 a much more dry kind they're of they're very practical people the, yeah, the men the they, latino it, men they it, it is what i would say but because i feel like yeah like similar to you i don't I, my dad wasn't really like going around hugging us and, and, and yeah, like ask, saying what that like, like i you? love you te quiero like i'm sure he said it here and there right like for sure but yeah it wasn't like he was showing a lot of affection but i always knew Mm -hmm. that he loved me you know what i mean like i yeah. never went in my head was like was there like a resentment or like a wishing there was more type you know do you think it manifested itself <clears> in like sports uh what do you mean like that's how he showed like you like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, him him spending time with us like that was his that was his thing his love language would be like quality sports. time yeah, yeah yeah well quality time period but sports because that's his passion ended up For being sure. sports but you. yeah quality time like we i actually like later on like as we were kind of older dude we would like literally every weekend like instead of me going out with my friends or whatever i would just spend the entire day with my parents we wouldn't be doing nothing we just go to the mall and like window shop that's literally every weekend that i can remember with my parents mm. right it's just spending time with each other right yeah. and yes sports. and you still do that now right yeah. like like as a yeah yeah as an adult like yeah sometimes whenever Saturdays, before before said, the panoramics before the pandemic hey, look at you picking up culture, <laughs> culture jokes yeah we would we would literally just go to fucking like north park like i can ver que especiales hay. yeah just, that's you know just we're not gonna necessarily up. looking for nothing we're go just, to the food court real quick mm -hmm. grab some and just walk around yeah that's that's very much how he showed love was just spending time and and i think again not to leak into the next topic but he was a product of that like his own dad wasn't able to spend time with him because he's blind right like how how is his dad gonna like play sports annoying. with him right mm -hmm. and so he always said like yo nunca tuve un papa that spent time with me I, my dad never spent time with me right like my dad never once took me outside and kicked the soccer ball with me so then he would like i'm gonna do it for you right like i'm you know let's go play soccer let's whatever and yeah that's how it kind of meant and i think that's he ended up becoming a coach and like coaching my brother and we were just always together on the field right and that's kind of how he showed his affection it was never what people would say typical you know like the quiero hugs kisses mm -hmm. right like yeah and and i think that's a very common um I guess experience for a lot of people in our circumstance. Now we are both first generation Mexican Americans. I don't know, or I guess you're Mexican Guatemalan, right? But your dad's Mex the Mexican one. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's different for maybe like other countries. Like I don't know if 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 in whether it be like like Southern American countries or wherever it may be maybe men are a little bit more in tune with like being able to show love and compassion and affection. But I, I definitely know like Mexicans are kind of rough around the edges just in general. So they're like men are like vaqueros, right? Like they're this kind of like strong being. So being able to show that, that love and, and, and affection is, is difficult just in general for them. And even in a relationship, right? Even when it's their significant other. Yeah. That's I, we can talk about that too. I'd like, and that ends up impacting us later on again. And that's a part of what we're going to talk about. But yeah. Do like, you think like that, 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 like seeing the way your parents show love and affection? A hundred percent. I know it's impacted me. Um, like, I don't think I ever saw my parents be very affectionate towards each other. And again, I knew they love each other and they do love each other. Yeah. Right. But they're just, they're, my dad's dry. They're just dry. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that. They show love in other do ways. Do they hold hands? That's, so like any on the very rare occasions that we would see them like oh we're going to the store we're at walmart or whatever and all of a sudden they're holding hands and me and my brother would literally look at you look at each other like what's going on what the fuck are they doing is everything okay <laughs> yeah why are they holding hands like, hold my hand yeah should we should we yeah should, uh, is that like a thing like <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
are we are we like a team act now yeah no it, it was weird right and I don't, they don't call each other like names that often i think now now they do now i think they've learned like kind of like the, the sort of quote-unquote error of their ways a little bit and they've become more effect, openly affectionate and now they'll say like amor or whatever mm-hmm. but like growing up i don't think they said that very much they didn't call each other even like nicknames like you know how they call usually or whatever right like yeah. gordo flaco usually are like what no nothing like yeah and I, I think this is a good time to just start like asking about like about that specifically right i think our parents probably didn't get a good chance to spend much time breaking down the the impact that that kind of dynamic had right the way that we are right now Mm-hmm. Right, like right now, we're discussing how our experiences and our parents' experiences impacted the way that they show love and affection, and our parents didn't have that opportunity all too much, right? Like to sit down and talk about, like, hey, do you think the way that I'm, you know, hugging and like telling Rudy or Kevin like that I love them, do you think this is going to impact their their growth mm-hmm. the way that like we are right now? And it, it, that's just a part of like not being comfortable or even used to having those type of conversations and knowing where to start. Definitely. Right? Like, and I, yes, I agree with you. And I also think that another aspect of that is that that's not their biggest concern, dude. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're going through so much struggle that like, even if like, they're not cognizant of it, right? For like sure. their, their worries are, are how am I going to like pay for these, bills i like you know i just got fired i gotta let go of my job because i don't i didn't have proof of res- like citizenship you know like all that, yeah. all that type of shit so like it, it's hard to, to think because in the grand yeah. scheme of things it seems like a lesser priority right when For sure. it's not when like survive like it, it it's hard to get good at it's hard to even acknowledge that you need to do something yet alone get good at it if you don't have the time to even think about it mm-hmm. because you're thinking about everything else right about living about surviving about doing what you need to do Mm -hmm. to get from you know this week again very practical people very practical people (laughs) um but we do right Mm -hmm. because now we're like doing it right now we're we're, we're taking the time to break down the dynamics of love and affection between our parents and i'm willing to bet a million dollars that my parents never went into like a conversation this deeply you know among like at least as consistently as I think I've had, because I've had this conversation before. I'm going to have it again in the future. When I start having kids, I'm going to have this conversation a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that's just a, a, I guess, privilege that we as a first generation, second generation, you know, what Latino Americans mm-hmm. have, uh, as opposed to our parents, that is uh, really impacted the way that our parenting styles would maybe differ uh, moving into the future. Um, but yeah, uh, I, do you have anything else to say about love and affection? Uh, no, I, I, other than, I mean, without going into the next stuff, yeah, like I, it definitely, I think like what you were saying, they didn't have the time to do it then, like at least for my parents. I know that they've now, have, like I said, they've started to open up more and they've started to have those discussions, not at, in the same amount of depth. But I, yeah, like I agree with you and I just want to like emphasize that like, again, it's not these quote-unquote like negative aspects or whatever their lack of affection or whatever like it was just a product of the times it was a pro- they were very much like a product of their their circumstance yeah you know what for I mean? sure. like again like they they were raised a certain type of way that impacted them and, and then, i'm sure and then they didn't have they time made. to yeah and they didn't have time to like you said figure out what those impacts like uh, they didn't have the time to think like oh my my mother or my grandma his mother or whatever did this, did that, or didn't do this, didn't do that. How is that mm-hmm. going to affect me with my child, right? So, yeah, for sure. It's it, just it, kind of, you have to keep it pushing, right? You kind of have to keep it pushing. You, you you do have to stop and analyze and then get really understand, right? Like the situation, the behavior, and the outcome of, mm-hmm. of, of all of it. And our parents just maybe didn't. Yeah, and yeah. I also, yo, there wasn't that much information out there for these things, right? It wasn't sure. encouraged, like we said earlier, like... This type of stuff wasn't just at the forefront. Yeah. And period, general. And like in society as a whole, I don't think. And there's not like science behind it. Like the way there is, like I feel like when I hear Americans talking about it, right? Like there's like 
the specifically discipline is one of the biggest ones, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, well, the science says that like disciplined children do worse, X, Y, Z. And like, if you were to tell that to like, I think a Latino parent, they'd be like, what from the science are you talking Pendejo. about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like what science about whooping ass is there yeah. that could like stop me from whooping my kid's mm-hmm. ass? Like, no, um, like that kind of conversation isn't had at all where it is had here yeah so. yeah i think with like the advent again of like the internet of things like yeah just internet social media and stuff you get more exposure i think we've talked to this like again that impact cannot cannot be un- understated uh now you start to see what like the bigger picture is kind of yeah. and you get uh um insight on things outside of your media bubble that For could sure. help kind of break down a little bit of those barriers or, or whatever that are in your yeah, own yeah. head you just get a much better understanding of like the overall mm-hmm. um yeah i guess idea or like of what parenting is yeah um and i, I and i think that's really going to become advantageous to us exactly right like moving forward um especially because i mean again specifically in our circumstances i think we're in a position where we can take the time mm-hmm. to think about it and, and i look at someone like my sister right who is She's technically a generation zero because she was born in Mexico, but she got here when she was two years old. So she's very assimilated into American mm-hmm. culture. Um, we have this conversation a lot about, you know, like my nephews, her kids and how she has taken the time to really understand like the impacts of like our parents' behaviors and her own behavior. And even so, like, uh, like a, a random example would be like the other day she was disciplining my nephew and was making him go read. And then in my head, I don't know what I thought about. It, and I was like, you should not discipline him by making him read. Because then he immediately associates reading with being disciplined as being mm-hmm. a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when you're in trouble, you read. I don't want to read. Exactly. It, I don't want to read. It's a, a conditioning. Exactly. You can condi- condi- yeah, yeah, you're conditioning him to, like, not like reading. Mm-hmm. You should probably discipline him in a different way so that he doesn't associate, like, being disciplined with reading. And she was like, you know what? Like, you're right. That makes sense. I doubt that our parents like ever thought anything. You know what I'm saying? Like being bad, get the belt. Get, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like get the switch, whatever it was. Um, so I, I think hopefully moving forward, we'll we'll see a change in that. And being bad, go eat some candy. That way you yeah. stop eating so much Hate candy. candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're That's interesting. Yeah, for sure. I think um, we're, we're we're gonna do a lot better in certain aspects. We'll probably do a lot worse in others. But for yeah, sure. for sure. I, I I think there is a beauty in in in. And not overanalyzing yeah. things like that as well, because like you're just doing what your instinct is. And let's fast forward a little bit. And I don't think instincts. our parents did bad jobs. For sure, right? I as limited as they were, or whatever, right? Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Anyways, uh, so we talked about discipline. I don't know, actually. Discipline, love, and affection. I think another big one was like just expectation. Right. And then. So I kind of touched on that a little yeah, you, bit. Yeah, you, you discussed it a little bit. Yeah, it, and this is what I found interesting is that. You said that your parents really expected mm-hmm. you to do well in school for you to... Again, that was my job, quote, unquote. Yeah. My only job. I never heard that. And my dad was always like, he was like, you're not, you, you don't need to get no part-time job. Because, you know, a lot of people from in similar upbringings as us, like they go to work with their dad, like mm-hmm. in the summer, why don't you go to work construction or, or get part-time jobs? And my dad's like, fuck that. You're not going to get a job. Show them your the job. value of like hard work. Is yeah. Kind of like the, but no, my dad was like, my dad was like, you don't need to do none of that. Because at yeah. the end of the day, my vision for you is that you're not going to be killing yourself the way I am physically out here in the sun or whatever. Like you're not going to be banging up your knees. Da, 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 da. You're gonna, my vision for you is to sit in your in an office all day and make bank. Just make That's what he would tell me. Like you do now. Yeah. And like, look, he spoke it into existence. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I do is I sit on my laptop and I go click it and clack, click it and clack. man. But yeah, no, that was that was his thing. Is that he didn't want because he has back problems. He has he he's yeah. a, he was a Florence starter, so he did like carpet they, and stuff. They can so. just speak to the 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 difficulties of living that kind of life. Yeah, manual especially labor. being of their age. Yeah, for Man, sure. So he's like, fuck that. You're you're gonna do better because I'm working my butt off and I make this much. You're gonna work way less harder and make this much. So that was his yeah. goal for so. Yeah, he, his expe- education was an expectation because that's how he saw. Like he's like, you're not gonna get that unless you have a car degree. So. He doesn't know a lot about things. And that's the other thing, real quickly, that doesn't necessarily maybe tie into this, but I wanted to quickly say it, um, is that being first generation and not having any mentors or outside inf- or people that have done it before, it's tough to make those kind of like calls and decisions on like where you want your life to go, right? Like for me, like 
I'm like, okay, I need to get a good job. You know, your my dad would just be like doctor or abogado because that's like the the stereotypical like rich people yeah. job or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, I'm good at math. Like, I don't really know. And then whenever I went to Tampa, I'm like, oh, well, engineering, math. Like, I'm good at this. Let me just do this. Yeah. And then when I got to college, I'm like, what kind of engineering? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um, I guess electrical. And it was just kind of like a random You're choice. Like winging it. Yeah, yeah, I just wing it because I don't know. And nobody taught me how to do it. No one taught me like to take AP classes or not take AP classes or, or, or study for the SAT or not, you know, like no one, I just Mm -hmm. had to figure it out. Like, uh, again, we went to a school where like, that was the whole point. So they kind of prepared us for it, but I didn't have any like body to, you you didn't have that reinforcement at home just because they didn't really know how. Yeah. My parents don't know shit about that. Like my parents don't know nothing about applying to colleges. Yeah. Like even when I took the SAT, it was like, I, I didn't ever even explain to my parents that like, I'm going to go take the SAT. Mm. I would literally like sign up for it and I'd be like, hey, like on Saturday, can you take me to this school? Because I got to go take this test. And they'd be like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? so uh, real quick, because you kind of said it in a pre-production, what was your parents' outlook on education or like their expectation for you? So for me, I don't think I ever felt any kind of expectation. Period. Like At all. Okay. Really. Like, and, and maybe that's just me feeling a certain like way that I, I don't know if there was right i don't know if my parents projected an expectation on me and, and it just kind of happened to work out but they never were like you have to get an a you have to get a b again like if or i got you have a, to be this yeah i got a, if i got a report card i did not have to show it to my parents if i did not want to because <laughs> oh, they would not know like to a certain extent like sure they'd be semi-aware like oh like an a is a good grade a b is a bad grade but they weren't like on me about it they weren't like checking in on me about it it was just more so that like there was a general understanding that like oh like being a good kid looks like doing well in school my sister is doing well in school i want to be like my sister um and it just kind of happened, but I never felt like this expectation placed upon me. The only place I really felt a certain type of expectation was in sports <laughs> and like with my dad. And we talked about this earlier, right? Like it will, this is kind of going to touch back a little bit on what we were talking before, but like they're like, that's where they show their passion. And you know, like I, I remember my dad just, just yelling at my games. Like I didn't play soccer. I played basketball. We should have a sports podcast. But we do, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that one day, but that's the only time I would see like the a women lot of, would not listen. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> that's where I would see a lot of emotion from him. Like that'd be the only real mm-hmm. time. But mm-hmm. I hated it. I hated like this idea of like him yelling and like expecting something out of me when I was like, "Dog, like I'm a kid. Like I suck. Calm down. Why well, suck? I did that. not suck. Whatever. But you know, there was just like this passion yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but that, that was maybe the only time where I really felt like, so before you get out of the expectation, um, did they ever, because I can't speak to this, but you being a middle child or at least having an older sibling, were you, did they ever like expect you to be like her or compare you? You know, you're not like, did you ever feel that? I didn't feel a comparison. I think if there was ever a comparison that I guess I felt was more so on my, on my own. Okay. Of of your own volition. Yeah. yeah, Like I, I wanted to. It, it, and I've said this a million times. Um, my sister is my biggest role model mm-hmm. in life, and if if I get to live my life like even half as well as she has, I'd, I've 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 done it right. And so I, I I want to be successful and have a good family and like do all these things the way that my sister has. And I've always felt that way, like growing up, right? Like she has good grades, like she has fun, like she does X Y Z, like. I, I want to do but those that just came naturally things. but that just kind of came it was Got never you. like a projected thing i do think there is a difference um that i think my parents had with us that like was kind of underlying but never really stated like i think as a guy i i felt a certain level of expectation to be the provider in general for the family the and my sister is right now like she is and when I say that, I think that kind of has to like go back to like being a first generation Mexican American, where like our parents are gonna one day like really rely on us, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure your parents do right now, right? Like they they don't have a retirement fund, nope. they don't have this like I'm gonna move to Florida and nope. you know like it's it's more so on us. So I did feel some expectation there, like eventually like. 
I'm gonna have to. What's a 401k? Be the provider. Yeah, like, and you know what's crazy is, and maybe this is a completely different podcast, but like, this is just our parents not understanding, you know, financials in that way, right? Like, my dad knows what a 401k is, but the other day, or previously, he would ask me like, should I take all my money out because like there's an emergency, and I was like, no, mm-hmm. like there's other ways around this. You're thinking of like a short answer, um, and, and I think it just speaks to the overall dynamic of like not okay. being prepared like for certain things gotcha but um but no, i i think going back to like expectations i i think my parents did a great job of just like making it known to me that like hey you want to live a better life than we did that's why we're here mm. the expectation for you is to is for our sacrifice to not go in vain. to waste exactly mm-hmm. right like you've seen what it's been like for us to have to do struggle and you know like not have everything that we wanted yeah. and you should take this opportunity and do well with it and i think that's kind of the only real expectation that i've really had in my life and i respected it because i remember growing up and be like i wanted i want to be successful for my parents i want to do this for my parents yeah. i want to do this for myself and my parents and, and and that's kind of been the only real like forced expectation i think i have on myself which i i really appreciate mm. yeah. but um but yeah, I, I, is, do you have anything else to... No, yeah, that, that's the exact same feeling that yeah. I got. Like, I, Yeah, they harp, they emphasized it through education, but that was that's always the mm-hmm. end goal, is uh, they're here, they made the sacrifice, they made that jump to come to a foreign land where they're not uh, wanted a lot of times and don't belong a lot of times. And, it's and are uncomfortable. All, yeah, and it's all for the sake of uh, the betterment of their... Of being of better, their, for sure. Their, and I think all kids. we can do is really try to return the favor and, mm-hmm. and, and make the most of it. Um, and, and I think so many people can relate to that yeah you know what i'm saying um and i and and before we move on the the concept of sacrificing your life for your kids right so like they can like live a better life i think is one of the ultimate signs of like love and affection Mm. that 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 you can really show yeah tying it back to like the previous point yeah uh, yeah like it, it again you don't they may maybe, not know how like, to show it. And you as a kid maybe not don't realize it in every moment. But there's definitely moments, at least for me, that I remember in, in my childhood, maybe where it got harder, it got tougher, it was mad or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Like, dude, like, they don't need to be here. Yeah. They're like, they could, we could live in Mexico. And, 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 and not even need, but like what they want. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I know my parents now want to probably live in Mexico. Live in Mexico. Yeah. Right. But, but because I, I knew that there was a sacrifice for them, I'm like, no, nah, they, they, they're doing this because they love me. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. What and else? I think uh, I, th- I think the other pillar, um, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because we've had a really good discussion about about the others. But um, with just security and safety, right? Just the the what I'm again. I'm not a parent, so I don't know what this is like. But raising a human, right? Like their safety and security is probably your main concern. Yeah, and actually, for a long time, we could probably dedicate this one because we could turn this into like yo, like. I don't know. A lot of parents are strict, right? And in, in, in this sense, again, like my parents are strict. But you know, they, they say the whole thing like, there's like those jokes on like Twitter where you're like, oh, I have to ask my mom for permission. They're like, dude, you're 25. And you, and, and they're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like, duh. I still have to tell I my mom. Live. Yeah, I still have to tell my mom where I'm going. Like, you know, like, that's the thing is like, parents, like, they're just very uh, protective, right? For sure. At least mine were. I don't know. I mean, everybody has their own experience, but. I'm sure a lot of other people's worry as well, but that probably plays a little bit into like discipline, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure, like if, if if they were, it all comes together. A stricter parent, it, they they probably were. We're gonna be such great safety. parents, hopefully, bro. Like, I, I I really do think that as a people, right? <laughs> that's kind of how we really make progress in this world, and I think that's something that people that are in a better place in life whether that be you know financially like mentally like whatever it is have identified that upbringing is so important right and it goes beyond just like what we perceive as successful and like a good upbringing but it's 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 everything else right like mentally um physically like like just like your well-being right like eating well like having like good conversations about like your mental health like that's i think what i really want to take and like help improve on in the next generation like with my own kids 
and as a people we have to so that we as a people yeah do better um but yeah i i think we're already touching on that conversation where like kind of future generations um and and what that's gonna look like do you uh what do you think that'll look like for you like as far as like your parenting now taking what you've learned and what your parents have i'm not prepared for that man are you kidding me (laughs) i'm gonna fumble the back (laughs) with the baby i believe Uh, you no uh yeah like like you said earlier uh we're having these types of discussions so we're we're able to reflect and we have the time to reflect and 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 see the impact that certain aspects right uh that were lacking and certain aspects that weren't and the and the results that they had and I'm sure our assessment isn't going to be perfect all the time. And we probably have like, we as like first generation kids or whatever, uh, have our own issues, right. Sure. That, that result, uh, that come with the result of like our parents, toxic traits. Everything again. we talk about here. Yeah. Right. Hey, all, 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 everything that this, this podcast is about. Yeah. So like a lot of us might need like therapy or a lot of us might need to unpack a lot of things. Like a lot of, you know, backtrack, but, everybody needs therapy, ladies sure. and gentlemen. Go see a therapist. All right. You heard it here first. Well, no, you didn't. <laughs> it's been a thing. But um, no, yeah, yeah, I agree for sure. And so, you know, if we're taking the time to have these sorts of discussions, you know, I think it bodes well. But, you know, like the future is sure. to be seen, right? Like I hope that I think for me personally, uh, one of the big things that I want to work on because I know it's a thing and I know it's a thing now for me is is making more deliberate uh, displays of affection. For uh, sure. You know, for my kid or whatever, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. or may, or show it in different ways, or figure out how he or she needs it to be shown earlier, right? Like this, I, the concept yeah. of like love languages, like I don't know, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what he responds to, and so understanding your kids and like mm-hmm. like doing well to like cater to to those. I think that 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 stems from seeing something in your parents and either doing one of two things, doing it, mm-hmm. or doing the opposite of it, right? So like in this circumstance, like your dad was kind of dry, unable to be affectionate in, in, in this way, right? Deliberately mm-hmm. be affectionate with you. Um, so now you've taken like, like the, you've made the decision in your head to change that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not because I think that I needed it, because I think I turned out fine, mm-hmm. but because I think the impact that it had on me and now how I display affection can be problematic with other people. You know what I mean? For sure. Because other people aren't used to my way of showing affection. You know what I mean? Like, so. I think you see benefit to it, right? Like, not like again, like you turned out fine and like you feel comfortable, like. And like I love my dad, right? Like I don't feel any type of way, but. But yeah, just being able to teach someone to do this so that they can. Yeah. Yeah, like it's hard for me to now like turn on the switch and be like for sure lovey-dovey affectionate man Absolutely. like it's it's tough because i don't know what that looks like N- and nurture is like like a big part of that hey we got through this without saying uh, nature versus nurture is that a good thing i don't know maybe we didn't break it down well <laughs> enough <laughs> I, but, I failed ap psychology oh you took ap psychology i'm just kidding i didn't fail i passed that ap exam you, too <laughs> again kevin is a genius i passed nerd. every ap exam I did you took. pass everyone mm-hmm I hate you, bro. 19 for 19, baby. Hey, I respected you so much. 19 AP tests. Yep. I had so much respect for you, bro. Yep. Hey, that's why I helped you win prom camp. But I did get a three on it. Ooh, yeah, you did. Because I thought you really... I peaked in high school. I think... Well, like, I was a loser, but I peaked during prom. I think you just really represented what being a cool nerd was in high school. <laughs> and we were a school of nerds. And so I was the king did. of the nerds that day. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to SES. <laughs> But um, but no, the the only thing that I wanted to mention as far as parenting, again, I think much of what you were talking about, I completely agree with. Um, But to kind of tie back into like culture and identity, I think that's kind of, and we've talked about it before, right? Like with specifically the example we use with speaking Spanish, right? Like helping my kids maintain as I parent them, Oof, we didn't even talk, yeah. their their culture. Well, that's a big one, right? Like it, it, it it's huge, and we can dedicate a lot of time to it, but I. I don't want to, you know, speak on this forever, but that's one thing I am very appreciative with my parents is that I, I still, I guess now at least feel a strong attachment to my culture, my identity, my language, my music, my food, all of it. Oh, and so I don't know about that one. Made, <laughs> I think we saw the contrary last episode. I enjoy it. I uh-huh. may not okay. be the expert in, you know, the lyrics, but <laughs> I enjoy the music. It gives me the feeling of, you know, being who I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, 
like help and, and and again right like sure i'm not i I can't recite lyrics of, of a song as well so imagine my kids right they're probably gonna like struggle more than i than, than i do so keeping that in the fold with them mm. is gonna be something that i i really do want to make an effort um especially because i feel like that's like uh, you know a, a paying respects to my parents right like this is where you come from mm-hmm. this is you know these values that we hold like music this culture that we have is is, is a beautiful one and so we should not lose it as much as like you are embracing this new culture that you have being a, a, a second generation latino american right like our roots matter so much and so it, it'd be interesting I, I i guess that would <laughs> that would be better uh, there'd be some really good questions to ask of a parent now right that's raising a, a right if they're a first generation raising a a Mocoso. Second generation mocoso <laughs> or mocosa. Yeah. Uh, it, it, what it's been like, right? Like, squinkle. It is. <laughs> and I think it's just good to like surround, cipote from surround yourself. A cipote. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Um, and it's just good to have culture around you when you're raising mm-hmm. someone, and, and that probably helps. But I, I think that's the only real thing that I, I'm going to really keep in the back of my mind mm-hmm. when, when I start having kids. Yeah, man. We went a little long, but I, and it, it sucks because I think there's still more things that we could say yeah. on it, and I almost feel bad cutting it, but we're starting to lose the people, I feel like. <laughs> Never. Never? No, nah, they, they, they they rock with us. Hey, shout out to, you know, shout out to the homies listening and, and everybody that's been rocking with us. Big shout out to our, 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 our ever faithful interns, Monica, Fabi, much love, but, um... But yeah, I mean, do you have any uh, any final thoughts uh, about about when, hey, when are you gonna have kids? Shut up! <laughs> I'm ready. To, I, I'm when ready, are you gonna have I'm a relationship? To, How about that? Ow, that that was me. You were gonna talk about parenting. You gotta find a mate first. Yeah, I or, know. I guess if, you don't. But. I'm taking my true. I'm taking my time. Well, stop asking me these questions. You gotta catch up or something. Like, you, hey, you know what I'm saying? When like, you gonna have kids? About you gonna be grand, grandpa, dad? Hey, man, you know, it'll happen when it happens, Kevin. Um, well, you keep putting this energy on me, I'm going to give it back. You know what I'm All saying? Right. Hey, fair. <laughs> they got fair. a little bit combative here. Fair, bro. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, man, I mean, I'm just, I'm, just I'm ready to be a, a podcast uncle. You know what I'm saying? A podcast uncle? Yeah, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? You are. A, well, you're an uncle. I'm uncle. a real uncle, but I'm ready to be a podcast uncle. Oh, buddy, get in line. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, yeah, any, any final thoughts? No, man, no. I, I, I mean, like I said, there's more stuff that to get into for sure, and we may revisit this a little bit. Like mm-hmm. we talked about keeping our culture alive. There's other things like um, raising your kids without certain toxic behaviors, right? Cutting for out sure. a lot of like uh, that's the toxic traits that we know it's, aren't like racism, learning, uh, yeah. colorism, uh, homophobia. Like all, you know, it's for a whole, it's a whole sure. thing. It's a whole thing. But it touches so many different aspects. Yeah, there's, there's so much to being a parent. That I'm not ready for so, and, and, and I think that's maybe where I'll I'll end right again. Like we are experience, we are talking or speaking from our experience, just being raised by, in my circumstance, like Mexican parents, in your circumstance, like Mexican Guatemalan. The other side of the coin is actually being one, and so I think at some point that's going to be a discussion that we should have is right like raising someone with a, a, a even more mixed identity. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can have a really good interview or conversation in the future about that. <laughs> Yeah. But uh yeah, no, I think uh, I think that about does it. Thank you guys so much again for listening today and hanging in there with us. Um we did go for I, I'm surprised we were able to have such a good episode on such a short notice and hey, we, we <laughs> well, really we'll see. Y'all let us know if this was this was good or not. <laughs> hey, fuck that. We did well. Thank you. <laughs> Leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you guys again so much for listening. Yo, follow us. Uh, yeah. Uh, at Scatterroots Pod on Instagram. Uh, Coach Kev Ortiz for mine. Rudy.dtx. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Follow the TikTok and as the well. And TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Go leave a review. If you leave a great review, I will love you forever. Um, and You'll yeah, love you forever. Y'all have a good rest of your day. And uh, thank you guys. Corte. <laughs>